It's All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence. We're continuing our Off the Road series. Subscribe and hear the latest episodes on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. Find it on our HPR app and get the entire series at hawaiipublicradio.org. Today, a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member, part of one of rock's all-time greatest songs, too, for what it's worth. From Buffalo, Springfield, and Poco, it's Richie Fure, who just released 50th Anniversary Return to the Troubadour, a double live set including a complete performance of Poco's critically acclaimed 1971 live album Deliverin, with special guests like Timothy B. Schmidt of Poco and the Eagles. Richie joined us from his home in Colorado. A big aloha and mahalo, Richie. Thank you so much for doing this and, and being our guest on our, uh, our series we're doing. My pleasure, Dave. Nice to be with you today, man. Oh, it's fantastic. And as for this release and the uh, 50th anniversary return to the Troubadour, I know it was recorded in the fall of 2018, Richie, but did the, mm-hmm. pan- but did the pandemic affect the timing of it at all as for the release? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I'm sure that it would have been coming out probably at least uh, six, seven months earlier. It was kind of like, ah, we ever going to get this thing out, you know? <laughs> 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 yeah, well, the idea, you know, came up from from one of my players who was playing with me at the time. And he said, you know, there's some other groups out there that are actually doing a whole redo of one of their albums. Why don't we do Deliverin'? And I'm thinking, do a live recording of a live recording. <laughs> that could be pretty interesting. The Troubadour, to me, when I first went to California, it was definitely one of the scenes. I had come from New York where, you know, I had basically gone to start my musical career. And when Stephen Stills moved to uh, California, you know, that's when I joined him. And that's when we started the Springfield. Well, when the Springfield, Buffalo Springfield broke up, there was a scene that was going on in Los Angeles. And part of the musical scene was at the Troubadour. And the Whiskey A Go-Go was drawing a crowd for the Springfield. But there was another crowd then that was really coming down. The birds were down at the Troubadour. Uh, Linda Ronstadt, Jackson Brown, some of the Eagles, uh, J.D. Souther, just a lot of folks. I, I mean, Ricky Nelson. We even had uh, opened up for Steve Martin oh, wow. at the uh, at the Troubadour. <laughs> Poco was invited to do the Denver Pop Festival, and we were playing in Denver on the same night that we were playing at the Troubadour. And so we were late getting back to uh, Los Angeles, and it caused Steve to have to really make up things as he went along, as he was trying to kill time while we were on an air plane coming back from Denver. What was wild, though, when you mentioned that, because it's cool, you had the Poco as the house band at the Troubadour, and then you have this Buffalo Springfield house band at the Whiskey back in uh, 66 for a period. And for what it's worth, one of the most incredible and important rock songs ever, and certainly one of the biggest from Buffalo Springfield. You know, the first Buffalo Springfield record did not really get the the commercial success that Ahmet Erdogan, who was president of Atlantic Records, was hoping for. And so he'd come to California to just listen to songs that, that Stephen and Neil and myself had written for another project. We went through our, our repertoire, you know, of new songs, and we're packing up our guitars. And, and as we're packing up our guitars, Stephen said, oh, oh, I, I have another one for what it's worth. And that was it. Wow. <laughs> 
And Amit said, you know, that that's a hit. We got to record that. It was just amazing. That is amazing. And there are so many stories associated with you. And I know you've got a documentary coming up. Maybe this one that involves Stephen Stills will be in there. In 1968, you guys were doing some sort of rehearsal, and Eric Clapton, they said, was there. And at that same rehearsal, you, Neil Young, and Jim Messina all busted for Herb or something like that. Is that accurate? <laughs> uh, that is accurate. We were just out at Stephen's house. Stephen had a house out in Topanga Canyon. I mean, man, we were in the country. And um, <laughs> uh, we, we were out there just playing our music, you know, and, and the police came. And they were very polite. And they said, you know, hey, look, you guys, it's after 10 o'clock, you know, and there are neighbors here, even though you can't see them. But they asked, you know, if you guys would maybe tune down a little bit. And we said, sure. And uh, so the next night, you know, we were together and doing it again. And um, my wife was actually there with us, too. We had left, oh, I don't know, maybe 10 o'clock or something like that. Uh, I remember that Jimmy and I were going to go out. He was going to help me put together a, a new stereo system. So Nancy and I turned around and went back to Stephen's house. And I'm telling you, before we could get in and get everybody stopped, uh, you know, playing so I could talk to Jimmy for a minute, the police are coming in every single door and window in that house, man, that uh, we had, um, you know, I guess gone over the curfew one more time and, so, yeah, we all went to jail. Uh, we went down to Malibu, and then we went down to the county uh, jail down there in Los Angeles. And fortunately, um, Nick Grillo, who was working with the Beach Boys at the time, uh, came down and bailed us out. But uh, it was an experience I would just not go through again. My, uh, <laughs> my poor wife, I can't believe it. Her mom had to read about it on the front page of the L.A. Times, if you can And Eric Clapton did not get arrested. Oh, no, he did. He definitely went to jail with us. And um, (laughs) it was so funny because when they took us into the station house, there was a guy that was in there that was singing one of Eric's songs. I can't even remember what the song was. He didn't even know we were coming, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's too funny. I had to go testify for Eric, you know, because when he was having a court appearance, I forget how many months later, whatever, you know, but uh, in order for him to, I guess, have freedom to play here in the state. So I had to go. And I remember having to testify for him, but um, everybody was real good and we got things worked out. And so I don't even think there's a, um, a, a real technical record of any of it. Well, this goes back to the documentary. That's why we're sort of putting it on record, no pun intended, because <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that, you just never know if it happened. And uh, seeing as how we've got you in this this great place, this great mood, having fun, sharing stories, and you're at home, I was hoping maybe you'd give us just a little taste of one of the tunes that you're known for. I can play something if you'd like. Oh, we'd super appreciate it, Richie, and, and love to hear you play a little bit. It's uh, Richie Fure, Buffalo Springfield, Poco, our special guest here on Off the Road, sharing his great energy. Let me see here. Yeah, this is this is from uh, from the SHF. Here I go again. It's all right. Grown to brighten the night. I've been looking there, seeing the light. But you're shining bright. 
what i said until i mess up a little bit there so there you go that was a huge hit on the radio when i was a little kid so many memories thank you brother thank you so much man i had to google that thing while you were playing it souther hillman fure band back in 74 big hit giant lost classic there falling in love well hallelujah (laughs) there you go (laughs) awesome my brother well vocal legend guitar legend from buffalo springfield and poco rich Fure and uh, 50th anniversary return to the Troubadour. I'm grateful for your time, brother, and hope you had fun. Hey, I had fun, Dave. Thank you so much, man. And get over there to Hawaii, man. I'll definitely look you up, especially if we come to Oahu, man, which we're really thinking about doing because it's been a long time since we've been over there. And I have some friends there uh, up on the North Shore and all. And and so uh, if we get over there, I'm going to look you up, man, so we can at least uh, maybe have a bite to eat or something. That'd be great. And we have a really nice studio, too. So if the world gets back into that kind of main normal normalcy, then we'll have you end it with your acoustic. Sounds good, Dave. Good talking to you, man. Good talking to you. Thank you so much for having me.